Look, you need a budget in retirement. And financial planners like Josh don't care what you spend your money on. They really don't. They are generally a judgment-free group of individuals, but they do care how much you spend. Learn more about the two critical questions Josh implores everyone to ask themselves. Question one, how long do you need your money to last? Spoiler alert, it's probably longer than you think. And question two, how much do you want to spend? Please get honest with yourself on this one. Learn more about the terrible advice that insurance companies try to push on all their clients. Are you curious to learn more about Josh's Dave budget? Yeah, it's a doozy, my friend. And finally, what do Tim Burton's Sleepy Hollow and the movie Roger Rabbit have to do with budgeting in retirement? Eh, turns out nothing. But both play a pivotal role in helping me relate to retirees. Episode 6 of the Retirement Equals Freedom podcast is a good one. Your host, Josh Brettel, is the owner and founder of FSR Wealth Strategies. For the last 18 years, he's been helping people just like you thrive in their retirement. And now it's time for you to enjoy the show. FSR Wealth Management is a registered investment advisor located in Elmhurst, Illinois. Information and opinions contained in this audio have been arrived at by FSR Wealth Advisors. All information herein is for informational purposes and should not be construed as investment advice. It does not constitute an offer, solicitation, or recommendation to purchase any security. FSR is not providing legal, tax, accounting, or financial planning advice in this audio. These views are as of the date of this publication and are subject to change. Actually this, actually, this ties in to budgets. Perfect. David, I've already hit record, and you're giving away our topic. Ah! Well, I choose what the audience hears and doesn't hear, so <laughs> selective editing. Oh, man. So, a little behind the scenes... For the last hour, Dave and I have had a technical, um, a technical disaster, a technical, you know what, and uh, this is why we do the podcast because we love technical disasters. I am telling you what, not fun. I, the, legitimately, yes. Yeah, since about ten, ten, we've been mm-hmm. farting around. Ten fifty four. Oh, we're off to a great start here, buddy. Um, you know, Josh, between last night with your uh, excessive coughing and scratchy throat at your workshop and today, it just kind of makes us feel, makes me feel like the universe doesn't want us to record this podcast. But as you say in your workshop, come hell or high water, we are recording this podcast. Last night was rough. I mean, I haven't coughed that much during a workshop, and, it, and we're in the world of COVID still. I mean, we're kind of on the outskirts of it, but you know, I'm sure it might pop back up. Those people in the front row had to be like scared for their lives. <laughs> I, if you noticed where that front couple started to where they ended up, they did scooch back <laughs> a good three feet. <laughs> Not gonna lie to you, I don't blame them. So um, I now, can't blame them. 
before you get in, you you were about to tell a story about coffee, and before we get into that, I thought I'd introduce us here. And uh, for those of you that don't know, or this is your first show, you missed some great stuff beforehand. But you're listening to the Retirement Equals Freedom podcast, and uh, I'm Josh Bruttle, CPA. Uh, this is my uh, my brainchild, and this is my good friend Dave. Uh, Dave has absolutely zero financial knowledge. In fact, if there was a negative to financial knowledge, that might be my good buddy Dave over there. Let me interject. Mm -hmm. That being said, I was an assistant branch manager at Charter One Bank for five years (laughs) with no financial (laughs) skills whatsoever. Didn't you (laughs) you excel? Didn't they like promote you too? It wasn't it? I was highly sought after. Mostly for the same reasons why people in your office love when I come in. Because I just bring this spirit and this energy of fun and cavalierness. Because <laughs> life's a joke, man. You know what I'm saying? It actually reminds me of, of my favorite quote from one of my favorite movies of all time, Roger Rabbit. And I clearly remember it. I've seen the movie 23 and a half times. A half time came because I fell asleep in the middle of it. And I, yeah, I kept track of all this. But he said... If you don't have a good sense of humor, you're better off dead. I've lived by that motto my whole life. <laughs> good old Roger Rabbit. Mm, the quotes to live by. Is that on your wall somewhere in your house? Uh, it is. I've, I used to use that in my email signature to clients, and I think some people thought it was a little morbid. So We've, we've had a great start to this podcast so far. <laughs> So tell me about your, right, tell me about your, tell me about your coffee. I want to hear about coffee. So, I uh, I'm very aware of how we get sold to on social media, and I often fall for Instagram ads because they're beautifully made, and I just want to have these products. So the latest one I fell for, I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but I think it's like Comtier or Cometeer coffee. Okay, and it, first of all. Beautiful branding. You know I'm a sucker for that. Mm-hmm. I was reading more about what they do. They actually – they brew their coffee at the source of where they roast it and then they flash freeze it into little capsules. It looks like K-cups. And you have several ways of extracting that coffee. You can thaw it a little bit, throw it in your K-cup machine. You can uh, thaw it in your fridge for a day or so and then make iced coffee out of it. You can just pour – Hot water over the capsule, 180 degrees is, is the temperature I've learned. Um, and it is meant for eight-ounce coffees, and it is the only black coffee that I drink straight. Wait. Yes, it's the only coffee that I drink black. Is it a – is the bitterness less? Is it is it delicious? Is it – It is. It is. It. I don't need cream or anything in it, and I wanted you to try it. I'm going to bring it into the office tomorrow for you to try it. I think you'll love it. And Carl's like, oh, it's nice. Oh, oh, big perk too. 100% recyclable. Every little cup, oh, yeah. Yeah. every little piece of it's recyclable, which is important. Um, but it comes to about a buck 40 a cup, which is Ooh. significantly more than like your standard K cup. Yeah. So Carl's like, what's this $48 charge? And I'm like, well, I'm <laughs> well, that is that 24 I- coffees. <laughs> yes. But I said, I'm hoping that I introduce this to Josh and that he starts buying for the office and then I start stealing <laughs> some and bring it home. <laughs> um, now, this this is a great 
entryway into what we wanted to talk about today. When I was just getting started in the whole financial planning world, I had an internship at Northwestern Mutual, which is sometimes Northwestern Mutual to me feels like the um, the used car salesman of financial planning, except for it's a really good used car. It's like they're selling, they're selling a Lexus. But it's still, you're selling a used car. You feel kind of dirty. And... But one of the things they wanted us to do was to be able to talk to our peers. And, and at that point in time, I'm 22 years old and my peers are 22 years old. And, you know, what they wanted you to do is save $100 a month to buy a life insurance policy. You know, I, I love life insurance. I own a lot of life insurance, but that's not, you know, you're, you, you, it's one way to not make friends. And what they taught you to tell people all the time was, well, you shouldn't buy that $5 coffee every day if you just save that. You know, you could you could save it, and in the long run, you make a lot of money. And that's an embarrassing way to talk to people. And uh, I, I joke with my dad because he is he is one of those guys that will go to Jewel or in Colorado, it's King Stoopers, and he'll see a sale. It's like buy sixty five boxes of Twinkies, get one for three cents off, and he's like, that is a deal. So I always joke. I'm like, Dad, you're you're saving your way to financial freedom. Good for you. <laughs> I'm a sucker for that too. I mean, you tell me that it's discounted. Oh, well, I got to buy it now. So it, there's there's got to be a mental game to that. So, um, your poor dad. <laughs> He's the best. He is the best. Whenever he got any pudding cakes for us yet? Oh man. Well, I'm not sure anybody can. In- afford the price of inflated pudding cakes these days mm-hmm. well if you wouldn't eat those pudding cakes you could buy some life insurance um but today i wanted to to talk to you a little bit about what i considered to be the two most important questions when it comes towards financial planning well that's a terrible looking view there man let's go back to head on i look way balder from the side um So this brings us kind of to our topic we want to talk about today, and it's what I consider to be the two most important questions when it comes towards retirement planning. And uh, Dave, you remember when we were playing basketball, because I mean, my wife loves, we talk about our basketball glory days, um, and they'd get back to basics, like they'd say, all right, we're going to do layups, or we're going to shoot free throws for two hours. And you hated it, you absolutely hated it, but when... They were done. You're like, okay, that made sense. And, you know, my free throw percentage went from 33 to 43, and that's a good deal. So um, speak for yourself, man. Speak for yourself. It's true. Well, you didn't airball many free free throws like I did. Um, (laughs) But I always tell people in every workshop I do, and you heard me say it last night, um, I always give homework. And I tell every single person, if you want to start somewhere, there's two things you need to do. Okay, two, and the the second one we're going to uh, we're going to spend some time on. But the first one is a question I ask in a meeting. There goes my camera again. Just turned off. Shut down. <laughs> Goodbye. Universe, what have we done to upset you so, buddy? I mean, look, just think of Roger Rabbit, right? Like, you can't have a good sense of humor. Well, you're better off dead. You're better off dead. At the beginning of this podcast, for those of you that are listening right now, 
there was probably like five minutes of Dave and I swearing at each other that we cut out here <laughs> because the technical difficulties just keep on coming. So we're going to backtrack a few seconds here and get back to those two most important questions. And I want to kind of set this up for the listeners. And when people come and sit in my office for the first time, they're coming in because they want to talk about retirement. They're coming in because there's there's something that triggered in their mind. They said, hey, um, we want to go talk to Josh. And as we're getting to know people, um, I ask them these questions. And this is back to those basics, back to those free throw shootings. And the two questions, the first one I always ask, and with a, with a kind of a subtle smile on my face is, how long are you going to live? Not as long as my camera. <laughs> oh, goodness. When are you going to die? And then I sit there quiet and people look at me like I'm crazy. And what I'm trying to get to with them is the money that people have saved for retirement. It's designed to last the rest of their life. So the first question we need to understand is how long are you going to live? And Dave, do you know how long you're going to live? Do you want to get deep right now? <laughs> do we have a choice? I told Car, I told Carlo that I had dream like early on in a relationship that I had dreams that I'd be dead by forty. <laughs> I'm still alive though, so clearly those dreams were. <laughs> boom. Am I really alive or is this all? We're part of the matrix. Not happening. <laughs> no, Josh, I have no idea when I'm going to die. Well, I prefer it that way. So there's two There's two types of people that come in our office. One is that like you, they have no idea. And when that's the case, we talk about longevity. We talk about life expectancy. We talk about, you know, how long did your parents live? You know, were they healthy? Do you have similar... Um, you know, similar traits. Do you have you had heart issues? Have you had cancer issues? There's all sorts of things that affect longevity. But right now, humans are living longer and longer and longer. So we always talk about one of the biggest risks is longevity risk for how long you're going to live. But we want the person who's sitting across must have a, have a have a grasp of that. Now, the second type of person, right. and this one is actually easier to deal with. Um, it's can be sad and morbid, but it's kind of like you where they think they're going to die. And there might be a reason, mm-hmm. they, you know, they may have, you know, no male in their family's ever lived past 65 or, um, whatever it might be. They may have heart issues. They may have, you know, like terminal cancer. And whenever you have a definitive in- endpoint, it's actually easier to plan for. It's not fun. It's not enjoyable, but it, it does make it a little bit easier. So people have to understand how long, how long do you want the money to last? How long should it last? Um, and money is not something you can take with you. It's not a. It's not a. It's not something that goes with you wherever you're going after this life. So, man, that's gonna. We can go, Dave. We can go so deep if we wanted to right now, and I would suggest we don't. Yeah, I. If you want to, I have bookmarked some pretty awesome music for our podcast. <laughs> I'm just hoping one day you say, Dave. Today is going to be a true crime episode, and I've got I've got it all planned out. One day you're going to give me permission, and I'll, I'll be ready. <laughs> uh, the second most important question is the one that people really hate. This gets back to what we were talking about with you know you and your four dollar pods of coffee. But um, we the question is how much do you spend? 
you know, everyone hears that question and they absolutely hate the idea of a budget. And my response is, I don't care how much you spend. This is not, you've reached a point in your life that we're not trying to build up that pile bigger. You know, we're not saying, hey, don't get the coffee so you can retire earlier. We're already talking about retirement. We're already there. So now the question is, let's see how much you spend so we can plan for those distributions. And the truth of the matter is nobody has any idea how much they spend. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if I asked you and, you know, you and Carla, you may have a guess, a rough estimate, um, but no one knows how much they spend. There's, there's a variety of ways that we figure it out. You want to talk about those? I do. I want to talk about it. And I think, I think a mindset a lot of people have, I know I do. I think just growing up, we were just taught, at least in my family, don't talk about money. There's things you just don't talk about. And money is like this, this secret topic, which now as we get older, I'm like, man, it's so important to talk about money and wealth and all these things. So when you say the word budget, I wonder if people's like defense mechanisms go up, a wall goes up and they're like, whoa, back off, man. Like I'm going to spend what I want to spend because We've been told our whole life, like, don't spend five dollars on a latte, David. Mm-hmm. That, that's my my Bex impersonation mm-hmm, yeah. again. So. It also, but sounded, right, I, I'd imagine. Yeah. No, my, my I imagine people have that fear. Yeah, my, my father used to always say, you know, people don't like to get naked in front of strangers, and there's two professionals that you do. One is your doctor, and two is you do get financially naked. You have to if you're going to trust your advisor. They have to know exactly what's going on, and it's a really weird it's – it's a terrible feeling. No one likes that feeling. So, And you're probably right. It has to do with growing up. We don't talk about money. We don't talk about what we're spending, um, and uh, I get it. So, but I think vulnerability too. Like, also, people will feel vulnerable, like you said. Like they yeah. feel naked. They feel vulnerable. Like They feel guilty. Yeah. Some people feel guilty. Uh, yeah, yeah, we've been shamed into this feeling like don't spend too much money. It's like, come on, man. Yeah, you, you got to do something. I mean, I always say I don't care how much you spend. It doesn't make we have we literally we have clients that spend a thousand dollars a month, and they'll never spend more. They might spend a big month. They might go on vacation, and spend an extra five hundred bucks, but like that's it. Um, and we've got clients that spend twenty five thousand a month, and mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter to us because what we're trying to do is maximize. You know how much you spend, and people think about it in different ways. You know, some people think in annual terms. They think, "Hey, I spend sixty thousand bucks a year," and then some people think in that monthly cash flow terms. But there's a few things we think at, and if you're still working, the easiest way to think about this is you've got money that comes in your house. You got a paycheck, okay? Right. And what are you doing with that paycheck? So if you're still you know, you're still working and if you're not saving any extra money. So for example, your bank account isn't growing, you're not adding money to your investments, you're not paying down debt extra, whatever it might be, you're spending what you make. So if if every month your net check coming in from your paycheck is is five thousand bucks, well you're spending sixty thousand bucks a year. Um, and we could talk about what it's being spent on, we can talk about mortgages and we can project into the future. That's fine. But knowing what we spend now is pretty important there. So yeah, uh, sure. that's the easiest one. The second one we look at is for people who are already retired, where how much money are you pulling out? You know, how much are you taking out of your bank account? How much are you taking out of your investments? How much is your social security, your pension? And we can look at what they're spending that way. 
Uh, and the third is the least fun. You can get a budget form. We have a form we give out to every single person who comes in our office, and we ask, write down how much you spend. And about half the people come in and make something up, and they really have no idea. And uh, then when we back into it for them, they go, oh, my God, I spend that much money? Mm-hmm. So, Do any of them spend $48 for um, 48 Cometeer coffee pods? I have not seen that yet, but maybe people will after they listen to your raving reviews on this podcast. Listen to me, listeners. Cometeer has a very lucrative referral program. So if you're going to buy, I'm going to drop my link in the notes. It's it's the new economy. It is affiliate marketing, passive income, as the kids call it. Can we go to something funny? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, hold on. So, can I ask a question? Yeah, of course you can. Do you budget? Do you have any idea what your budget is? Do you have any clue? I I think I'm probably speaking for most husbands in this country when I say I let my wife budget uh, for the household, and um, I do have a Dave slush fund that she gives me an allowance every week to spend on stuff. Um, you know me pretty well. Usually that stuff is food and or beverage. Maybe an Arby's roast beef um, sandwich from those episode two listeners. Oh, only if it's five for five. Mm-hmm. And I'll go steal the cheese from somewhere. I think what's more interesting though is, you know my mom, right? She's a big scrapbooker. She loves archiving memories and she loves sharing these mm-hmm. memories. Well, she came across a document from high school and oh, no. I'd like to share that document. If are you are you can I share this document? I don't know. I'm a little nervous. Yeah, I think we should. So it, we found this <laughs> and it's called Josh, <laughs> Josh's Dave budget. Now I'm not there's no date on this. It could be from high school, it could be now, but my mom kept track of how much money you spent on me. And this was on a monthly basis. So I don't know. I, it takes courage for me to share this with people because food and beverage, sure. General life coaching, 50 bucks a month. Transportation, you got to assume the wear and tear on your um, – uh, oh, what's the name of your Chrysler LeBaron convertible. Yeah. I think I was probably one that ripped this off top. Laser tag. And then we have a couple ones that people may be like, what's this? So you paid off some of my teachers in high school. We won't mention mm-hmm. names just in case they're still teaching. Mr. Torney. You saw Sleepy. Yep. Mm-hmm. You saw Sleepy down. Hollow with me. Still in terrible November. movie. No, terrible. greatest movie. Terrible it, movie. It, it, it had changed my life. And we'll do an episode on Sleepy Hollow, Tim Burton, Sleepy Hollow. But you saw that movie and you hated it. But you did it for me. And then buy me friends. Because if you didn't pay off our friends, I would have none whatsoever so yeah everyone has a budget this was your budget and i think the food and beverage number is probably significantly greater now um but even josh even at 18 you had a budget um um, that you spent on me so that's my presentation for today (laughs) um i'm truly apologetic to anyone that had to see that uh and if you're listening to it on audio let me set the scene here Dave and I have been friends since high school. The very first moment we met, um, he lost his wallet for an entire weekend we were together. And I haven't stopped buying him stuff since, uh, apparently. 
But uh, I appreciate you putting, you know, I told Dave before the show was before the show started that we were going to talk about how much people spend. And he goes, Mm -hmm. oh, I've got the perfect thing to talk about. And I was a little nervous about what that perfect thing was. And apparently it's how I how I bought your friendship. It was (laughs) it was just a phone call to my mom. Hey, mom. Hi, David. What's going on today? Listen, mom, no time for small talk. I need that document you found. Oh, the one about budgets for Josh and you. <laughs> yeah, ma, send it over. I got to go. How about some meatloaf? Would you like some meatloaf? No, ma, I got to go. And then that's how that document came to life. You know, when people fill out the budget form that we give them, none of that stuff is on there. No one has told me they spend that much money on laser tag. I guess food and dining is on there, but... Uh, <laughs> it's... Well, clearly your clients aren't as awesome as me. So there's a um, – in our financial planning tool that we use, the clients all have access to it. And inside of there, it li- it can link into their banks and credit cards if they want it to. And it can track their spending. But we always have to be careful. We always tell them, look, we don't see what you spend money on. So only you can see this section of this financial planning tool. And that's because we don't we don't care what they spend money on. If they want to go play laser tag, if they want to buy off their kids' high school friends, great. But uh, <laughs> it's, you know, not, I don't you know, always say never care what you spend money on, but we do care about how much you spend. So, and that way we, we can't plan out your income. We can't plan out what you're going to spend until we know you're going to spend $100 a month on pudding cakes or whatever it might be. Sure, sure. So. No, that's great. And and so let's wrap up the episode then um, because I, I tend to take us off course and I apologize for that. But um, there's probably people me, there's probably people that are listening that love that you take it off course and people that mm-hmm. um, get really angry. And we have both of those. So that's great. Sure, we love them all. We love them all equally. So let's summarize it. Um, the two most important things when it comes towards starting thinking about retirement planning. First, how long do you need your money to last? And I will tell you, it is probably longer than you think. Uh, look up longevity. Look up how long people are living. You need your money to last. Uh, the second question is, how much are you spending? You know, how much do you want to spend into retirement? And there's some really good thought processes on that. We can we can spend a whole other episode on how people spend in retirement, what they spend on, things like that. There's some really good stuff. But uh, those are a great spot to start, and most people have never thought about them. Beautiful. Wonderful. So. Great great episode, Josh. I think this is super important. And honestly, I mean, it's not just budgeting as a retiree or entering retiree. I mean, everybody obviously needs to know how much they spend. So um, thank you. I will, I will refactor my Josh's Dave budget. Thank you. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pricey to be your friend. <laughs> it's pricey. All right, everybody. Well, thank you again for tuning into the Retirement Equals Freedom podcast. Remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Tell your friends about Drop us. Drop us an email. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Order some pudding cakes from Market Day. And order some commentator coffee cups with my referral link. <laughs> you really and are going to put that link in this podcast notes, aren't you? Considering I control the podcast notes, <laughs> that's for me to know and you to find out. And with that... I bid you adieu and say bye. Bye. Oh, you got your work cut out for you on that one, buddy. Are you you can stop recording if you want. <laughs>